Hello and welcome back to figuring out my crazy. I'm Ali. I'm a, your host. How y'all doing? Happy Friday, everybody. Wow, it's crazy. Another Friday in quarantine season. How about that? So, Friday. For me, Friday is usually it's especially a mental health day, if that makes any sense. And as a mental health day, and as a reminder of a mental health day, I would like to make an episode and a series about it on Fridays, if that's cool with everybody. And for today's episode, I wanted to talk about depression. So our generation, technically millennials, um, they're categorized as one of the generations with most depression and anxiety. However, interestingly enough, most of us do suffer of depression at some point in our lives. And we really don't, some people really don't know what to name it or how to talk about it. Other people are actually afraid of talking about it and they don't actually seek help or professional help. If you do and if you are clinically depressed or you're really depressed and you can't really get off your like bed or you can't go out your house because first of all we can't go out our house because the quarantine but if it wasn't the quarantine and you can't go out your house because you just don't feel like you're able to please do find somebody that can help you a professional a psychiatrist a psychologist there's all different types of psychologists that can help you out there's always different types of approaches from people that will give you homework so you can do self you know investigation and self-investment in yourself and figure out what's going on with you as well as just psychologists that will be there for you if you want to just tell them stories and just talk about stuff that's going on in your life at the same time don't forget that you have friends for that same reason i know it's tedious i know it's hard i know that we all want to respect each other's space and that you don't want to be a burden to anybody because i remember my darkest moments that honestly I never talked to anybody and it got worse as the days went by and as the time went by because I just felt that I didn't have anybody I could talk to because I didn't want to burden them with um, my stuff and I didn't want to bring them down and I obviously if you ever meet me in person I'm actually a very cheerful person my ADHD helps me amen um but at the same time it's just a front so like Remember, there's a lot of people that smile, and sometimes the people that smile the hardest or make you laugh the hardest might also be suffering the most. Um, it's never bad to start a conversation. Ask how you're really doing. Go deeper into your relationships with your friends. And it's never bad to ask for help. Now, airing things out. Talking things out is great. That way, you can actually start um, com- or, like just breaking down where you're going wrong what you think is going wrong so i know we all have a lot of societal pressure from like how we're supposed to look what we're supposed to eat how what happy our life is supposed to be you know so like i know instagram facebook whatever type of social media you like is it, it is a reminder of your might not be pretty enough or you might not be skinny enough or you just might not be happy enough or you might just not be funny enough but at the same time, I also want you to remember that it is social media. It's things that have been filtered for your eye and for your um, vision itself, for your audience. Um, and it's just targeting you on purpose. And remember that 
these people might really not really look that way. There's a lot of filters, it's a lot of Photoshop, there's a lot of editing that goes into pictures and videos and, and smiles, fake smiles that go into family trips, you know. <laughs> Pretty sure most of us do have some fake smiles in their family pics, don't we? Um, but at the same time, it's just like, remember, don't, don't start comparing yourself we're all going in a different journey. We're all doing everything differently. Um, don't compare yourself physically with anybody. All our bodies are different and all our bodies are beautiful. And I know that I say it and you might just go ahead and think, oh my God, uh, obviously not. But I swear to God, the moment that you realize that your body is unique, you start realizing that everything that you need to do to fix your body or change your body is on you. Well, worked for your best friend that might be a size zero, might not work for you if you're a size 14. You know what I mean? Maybe going on a lettuce diet or a four almond diet might not work for you, but might work for her. Which, by the way, if you are on a five almond diet, please do search for, like, real help. Uh, I'm just scared for you, you know, just considering the fact that you need real food for that. But at the same time find yourself um or try to find yourself when you're having these negative thoughts that anxiety brings with you you know i know that the hardest moments in depression is when you're alone and the hardest moments is also when you got nobody to stop your thoughts because your brain just literally just goes on its own and it's pretty hard it's pretty complicated to get out of that like mind space i know but I'm begging of you that if you do see yourself going through that anxiety moment of like, oh, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not funny enough, you're not thin enough, like, oh my God, look at your skin, like, you're ashy or whatever, like, try to, between those questions, throw something nice at yourself or try to, I don't know, watch a series or try to, like, call a friend or your family members or your psychiatrist or your psychologist and just, like, Try to find somebody that can actually make you um, get out of that space or even just go for a walk with yourself, listen to some podcasts, listen to some music, um, write down your thoughts, um, remember nice things and nice memories and also just see how far you've gone through your journey. I know that in the podcast of self-love, I talked a little bit about this on the fact that everybody's journey is different and that obviously you do have to, like everything's a small step don't take it for granted like celebrate the small victories celebrate the small wins of like maybe you getting a I don't know, appointment with your psychologist because you really need one or maybe you being able to open up to a friend and telling them oh my god look like this quarantine's hitting me hard because honestly i got nobody else i'm stuck in my four walls and like i feel a certain way about my family so i don't really communicate with them or maybe even talk to your family members if you're that open with them and just like try to help yourself be better try to keep yourself at peace i know that it's very hard being stuck in a room or being stuck in a house and maybe you're even like if you're lgbtq you might also be stuck in a house with a lot of homophobic people or transphobic people or even if i don't know you might be stuck with a conservative family so like i understand it's hard it's complicated life will always be complicated you also need to remember this is just temporary um, we will get out of this and after we get out of this, I wish you had a plan, you know, like make a plan of what you want to do when this is done 
if you want to move out, if, if what you like going to the psychologist, if you like talking to your friends, or if there's a better path for you to actually become happier. Um, I know in the other one I also talked about my gym addiction. Um, yeah, I do love going to the gym. I do love doing exercise. I do it because the endorphins, you know, like, <laughs> yay, happiness, but... At the same time, it's just something that I love to do because my type of meditation, I meditate while I do my exercises and my brain stops thinking. So all it thinks about is numbers, like repetitions and series and what's the next exercise. And I get that break mentally of not having to talk or listen to my anxiety, which I love. Um, also, never take for granted your friends. They'll be there for you any step of the way if they're real friends, which I'll make another episode later on with an, another host, a co-host, about um, true friendships and relationships and toxic friendships and toxic relationships. But at this point, I just want you to understand that um, the hardest points in life and the hardest moments in life is when you find the most honest people. People that ask you, how are you doing? Maybe at like 11 p.m. or maybe at 7 a.m. Or the people that randomly call you and you answer and all they want to know is if you're okay. They're just literally going to tell you that they just called you to check on you. And these are the type of people you need to start uh, realizing that you need to respect and love and cherish. There's going to be other people that might not call you again until this is over and ask you to go out party, which is cool. You know, it's cool to have party friends. It's cool to have real friends. Um, also, at the same time, just for your own mental health. If you do have a toxic friend, let him go. If you are in a toxic family situation, try to space yourself far from it as far as you can. But still, please keep in mind we're in a quarantine. Please keep yourself safe. And obviously, cherish, nurture your body. And just communicate people don't really know what you're going through if you don't talk which was one of my biggest problems when i was depressed and my friends will have to pick me up in random places um in some of my worst moments i have thought about doing stupid shit and because of the same reason throughout my life throughout my 12 years 13 years of very heavy depression um in one of my good moments or faces um I went to a tattoo parlor. This is just me. I don't do this just because I said that I did it and then blame it on me when your mom gonna get mad at you. But I did go to a tattoo parlor. I did ask a man to give me a tattoo that says, I love you in Spanish. And my right wrist, because it's the wrist that I use for writing, is the wrist that I use for everything. That's my strong hand. Um, and the actual phrase is actually looking at me. So when my hand's down, it's it's backwards. So it's not, you can't really read it right. Um, I read it right when I lift my hands to see my palms because most of the times when I would have a very depressive moment or anxiety just took over my body I would um, well, put my hands in my face and try to stop crying you know <laughs> like most people do um, but in that moment where the depression and anxiety were winning I would like take my face off my hands and I would see the tattoo saying I love you and I would remind myself that I did that when I was in a good state so it would remind me that I'm better than what my thoughts 
would make me think or what my depression would make me feel so it was a good way for me to recover but that's how it worked for me also i had well i have the blessing of having some really cool friends that have actually gone through depression and anxiety and i have a couple of friends also study psychology shout out to lex um which is cool um and whenever it got too bad i would call them and they would give me ideas of how to how to get better and how to breathe so when you do have an anxiety attack i know that we all think we know what it looks like i know we all think we know what depression looks like honestly the way depression hit me was i'm a giving person so i would technically make everybody laugh in public and if i was surrounded by people including my own friends i would make fun of myself in front of everything and just keep the air just very light but however when i was alone um my depression would be very strong and i would also like isolate myself on purpose because i really did not want to make anybody else sad but then i realized actually that my friends wanted to be there so it was nice to have them there for certain things at the same time most of my recovery i did do by myself and with a professional psychologist and also my family and my friends and finding the vocabulary to actually express what I needed and what I wanted helped me a lot. And also seeing the changes in my body helped me a lot because one of the biggest things was my physical dysphoria. Another thing was when I was having an anxiety attack in college, because um, that's what you do in art school after you haven't slept for four days and have eaten like twice in like literally more than 48 hours. Um, I called a friend, I was having an anxiety attack, and she took me into this breathing exercises that I talked in the self-love episode, which is called box breathing. So you will inhale for four seconds or five seconds, hold it for four to five seconds, then exhale for four to five seconds, and then inhale for four and five seconds. And repeat the same exercise for five to ten minutes until you start breathing normally. Now, anxiety does seem, and it's weird, the way that it works for me, it's like the walls around me are becoming smaller and I'm becoming bare in the space, so I feel that I have no air. I feel like I have nowhere to escape. It's like a feeling of me trying to run away from my own body, but not being able to. So it gives you this sort of like weird um, anxiety moment of um, cause, like claustrophobic feeling you know what i mean um but it's interesting there's very there's a very broad spectrum of different things that could happen to you in anxiety you could be twitching you could um i don't know you can get a tick from anxiety you can just um close down if you're a very extroverted person and like i'll have a friend obviously in one of these episodes of mental health on fridays to talk a little bit more about this it might be also my psychologist friend shout out to lex let's hope she says yes um and at the same time uh just talk about the different styles of anxiety and depression um, this episode technically was just for me to show you that it's okay to be human. It's okay to feel depressed. It's okay to feel anxious and have anxiety and have insomnia. Um, what also helped me out a lot that I've also talked a lot with my friends and they've told me also works for them is just writing things down. 
write how you feel, write what makes you upset, write what you think is the core problem, write whatever happens, and try to write every day. So write something positive that happened in a day and something negative that you figured out that was happening. And then try to work on that negative aspect and then repeat the same for a couple of weeks and then for a couple of months. And then go back into your first entry or your first you know page and reread what was going on in your mind and then read the last thing you wrote because you'll see a growth in yourself um you'll see a change in yourself and you'll start realizing that you're appreciating smaller things and smaller acts which is why the last episode that i made was small things um and i just wanted to tell you that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to be okay too like you right now might be in a good place and not have a depression moment but it's fine if in a certain point you do go back to being depressed or you do feel depressed or anything affects you because you're just human and i want you to know that it's fine to be human it's fine to feel bad it's fine to feel great it's fine to feel whatever you want to feel it's fine to feel like you're floating in the air you smoking that lettuce it's fine for you to be eating hella food if you feel like you're hungry but also try to balance it out to a certain extent because i don't want y'all to then be blaming me because y'all out here doing some extreme shit when i did not say that and try to enjoy the process i know it's painful i know that when you're seriously depressed you do some stupid shit i've tried to do some stupid shit i've just had the luck to be surrounded by people that truly love me and found me in the precise moments um and i also want you to realize that you grow from the darkness and you grow from the light so whatever you do don't i know that's that's something that really affects your self-esteem is something that really affects you personally but don't let it win you're more than that you're bigger than that you deserve to be heard you deserve to be here you're loved even though you might not feel like it there's people around you that you don't even know how you make somebody's day i like and that's something really nice also small things like i've had people that i met in parties that seriously honestly was real quick meeting i was just throwing some jokes and later on maybe we saw each other in the supermarket and they come at me and they're like oh like I like you're so fun like it was great like I really loved it I really needed it you know and it's just like you never know whose day you're making better just because you are breathing so don't forget that either it's important to you to remember that you're here for a reason and your journey is not done until it's done which believe me you still have a long way so have a great friday please meditate do some breathing exercises call a friend eat healthy or eat a pizza treat yourself if you're having a terrible day balance your life try to find help and write down your thoughts and your ideas and emotions And please, whatever you do, if you are very depressed or if you are feeling very anxious, please do find professional help. It's never too late to start changing your life. It's never too late to start changing yourself. And it's never too late to get better. And you always have people that love you. So, with a lot of love on Friday and a quarantine session, a punishment, technically how I feel, I hope that y'all 
can have a great day. And I hope to see you tomorrow with a great episode with a friend of mine, Cam. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit and touch a little bit about um, love versus infatuation. And it's gonna be a great episode. Might be very very funny. And I just hope you enjoy Friday. Have a great day.